Welcome to Rain Check. I'm Kobe, and today John and Cole are interviewing Nathan Finkelstein of Mucha Carne. We're very grateful to get a chance to talk with Nathan about the hard work of establishing his brand, his creative vision, and how he integrates his personal philosophy into his work. Mucha Carne is a fascinating brand, and we feel like it realizes Nathan's desire to make clothing that has a mysterious appeal and can expand the consciousness of its wearer. Welcome, Nathan. Can you introduce yourself a little? Hello. Yes, my name is Nathan Finkelstein. I'm the founder and creative director of Mucha Carne. I'm based in Mexico City. I'm 26 years old. Perfect. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about just how you kind of got into clothing? Yeah, for sure. So basically, I got obsessed when I was like a little younger, like seven or 10 years ago into sneakers. It was like my way to like the game. Uh, and like, I don't know, I started to get really deep into it and I just wanted more and more and more. So I don't know, you, you start like, I don't know, like hustling to get like, you just want more product and more product. And like, I just got it like deep into it, into like the sneaker game and I got tired of it. So like, I was like, I don't want to get any, I, I started selling like all like the stuff that I, that I had, but like, I really got like a really like appreciation for like the product, you know? And then suddenly I went to study abroad in Boston and I got, I really close to like a friend that he, he, we, we got really friends because he got the Yeezy 2 actually in the, the white version. So like, that was like the first like connection that we, that we got. And then he started showing me like, the a- APC jeans that I think it was like, like in like the same era, like the raw denim, right? Yeah, the raw denim. It was oh, actually classics. Um, do you remember Kanye did a, a collab with APC? Yes. It was Kanye for APC, and yeah. these these guys had them, and I was like, wow, what what is this thing? You know? And then because I started like to get like. I, I started to get like into like brands and then I remember he showed me Marcelo Burlon. I don't know. Did you guys <laughs> Marcelo that's a very, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a very specific wow. time point. We know exactly what year where you're talking about. If you're talking about Marcelo Burlon. <laughs> Did you have the phone case yeah, as well? Like, no, no, no. I, I, I got the, the snake. Yeah. It was like a snakeish t- t-shirt. You, it was pretty loud, but it was cool. You know? They were all out. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was kind of like the the, the way that I got into like fashion, streetwear, and like evolving into like right now it's like the core core world and men's world world. Yeah. But it's kind of like the the start of like my, my trip of this thing, you know? Interesting. I feel like everyone has like a different entry point to sneakers. For you, like, sorry, did you mean you started with the Air Easy 2? Or you were like already into sneakers at that point and then like that kind of like renewed your interest? I was into sneakers, but I was like, so I, I, I didn't have like the money to get like an Air Easy 2. So I was yeah. 16 years old. So I, of course, didn't have like the money. And it was like, actually, I remember. When I remember that I was like deep into it, it was the release of the the Red Octobers actually. Oh, I was like, oh yeah, 
Yeah, crazy, crazy. It was they, they announced it on Twitter, I think. I, I and I was like there, like seven seven hours late, and I was like, damn it, you know. Did they have like crazy lineups in like in Mexico for those and for for the Air Yeezy too? There actually, there was a store here in Mexico, like a uh, called Headquarter. Well, he's still there. Uh, he actually. He he got them. I he sold it like for like for for retail, oh. and it was like there was like a, a a sneaker thing going on. He it was there was two shops that there were like a, a thing like from like the early beginnings. It was headquarter and lost, and like these guys used to have like lines of like people, just like not not many many lines, but like ten persons, you know. But it was like a, there, there there always has been a like a thing of like street wears the sneaker thing here in mexico city gotcha yeah i feel like the the red october is when the public started taking sneakers more seriously right like when people started seeing the resell on those that was like the moment where like it just became a lot more common for everyone to know about sneakers and resell yeah yeah it was i think it was like like this it was like the beginning of like the sneaker game that we know today but like for like the mass market i think so it was like the explosion of like the Red Octobers and then Kanye dropped Nike and he went to Adidas. But like it was like, I don't know, like two or three years later, you know? So it was like kind of like the before and after Christ of like the sneaker game. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I, I, that's what, how I see it in my life. You know? it's, it's, like the, it's like the big bang for, for sneakers, for sure. Like, yeah. It's crazy yeah, the, the sure. global impact it had. And so, so you said you, uh, you studied in, in Boston. Yeah, well, it was just like a, it was a semester abroad in, in, in like an hour away from Boston. Uh, but yeah, it was it was just like here in Mexico. There's like a thing that you when you're in high school, if like you can do like a semester program abroad, and I did it. But it was I got like really influenced by like American culture from like that era. You know, that's how I got into like as I said late like before like clothing and sneakers and X, Y, and Z, you know? Your styles certainly come a long way from like red Octobers. Do you kind of remember the different like snapshots of like your style evolution of like different things you were into that has kind of like brought you to where you are now designing your brand? Yeah. Um, Because of course, I don't know, like I, it was sneakers, then it was like, I evolved into streetwear for sure. my first like big like clothing like expand was like the the Marcelo Bullen t-shirt it was like wow you know and I remember there was like I remember I actually had a Chinese friend that he when she he saw me wearing that t-shirt he was like man we need to be friends he was wearing wearing like Givenchy and like it it was (laughs) the era of the Givenchy t-shirt of like the, the the Rottweiler it was kind of like the same era the Rottweiler, the Bambi on fire, like all of those it, black sweatshirts, it must, right? It must have been very, very tough wearing like, you know, the leggings with the shorts over top and the flannel, like in the temperatures <laughs> in Mexico City. That must have been brutal for you. Yeah, no, crazy, crazy, crazy. It was kind of like, I, I didn't got like really, I wasn't like that style, but it was like, I, I of course, I was like into like Hood Bayer and like all like, these type of like brands. But like, it was kind of like the, 
what was like that um, album that Kanye released that he was wearing like the flannels and that was my style like What's a lot run? of like flannel t-shirt yeah 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 I, like a lot of flannels like really like wash denim rib denim of course uh, Air Force Ones but like I like the knit tops it was like kind of like my style and from there it started to get like evolved you know so you moved on from the bin trail and all the pirates <laughs> vision mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well it was i it was of course it was marcelo burlon and then i got into off-white and like i just like my, my dad used to give me like some money and i saved some money to buy like kind of like my my off-white t-shirts i got two t-shirts i got one of like the it was like it wasn't like the Mona Lisa. It was like another one. I don't remember which one. The Caravaggio. Kind of, the Caravaggio, yeah, yeah, for sure. The Caravaggio. That's the <laughs> only reason I know who that artist is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. That for sure. Me too. Me too. Actually, I have a, a, a cool story from Caravaggio. I was in 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 in, in university. I studied architecture, and we, we study. We had a, a class of history of architecture, and then like. In, we got into like the the era of Caravaggio, and then there was like a like no one know, knew who this guy was, and I was like, oh, that's Caravaggio, and it was was like, how the fuck you know? And I was like, Virgil Abloh, you know? It was like that's how I got it. That, that's how I knew that guy, you know? I have a five hundred dollar <laughs> T shirt with that painting on it. You must have impressed all the <laughs> all the girls in your class with that. <laughs> For sure, it was like. Oh, this guy knows something, you know? <laughs> oh my God. So that's like what? Like the 2015, 2016 era? Like that's when yeah. like streetwear was really like, okay. Where did you go yeah. from there? Because it's a, it's a very big step. Because I think a lot of people were influenced by that same era. Like Kanye was undeniably influential then. But like then to go and start your own brand, that that's a jump that like I think people would like aspire to. But no one was brave enough to do it. Or not very many people were very brave enough. And no one has been, like, as successful. And props to you. Like, you went and made that jump. Yeah, so I think... So, of course, these guys have been, like, a huge influence into me. So, I've, I don't know if, like, if you start, like... I don't, I, I think you haven't seen, like, a product of my of, of Mucha Carne in person. But, like, if you start, like, to see it, like, in retail or, like, it has kind of like the references from I don't know like the Virgil Abloh uh, just edit like a three percent of like the of like the original product or even like the tags that I use I kind of like it's kind of I think it's like about like the experience that like the red tag of like of what I used to give you you know it's and it's kind of like it's like of, of, kind of like my my inspiration of like still I when I was studying architecture I always wanted to drop out. And like when I realized that I when I discovered that Virgil was an architect, I was like, I'm I'm gonna finish my 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 architecture studies, you know. And like for sure, it's kind of like so I think Kanye and like Virgil that era, it's like was that, when Virgil died, of course I think that era kind of like died, but it's still it's kind of like evolving in a way. And 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 like I don't know, you know, it's kind of like. I think like the the full the whole like designers from right now it's they have like a lot of like reference and like pinpoints on like that world you know yeah I feel like you know 2016 was like what got everyone into clothing right like everyone's buying ultra boosts people are into NMDs 
but I feel like everyone kind of forked off from there, right? Like uh, some people yeah. got more into like Eider Ackerman. A, a lot of other people just got like, you know, stayed within streetwear with like Fear of God and Essentials. Like, you know, what kind of direction do you feel like you went in after that? Because I feel like your style right now and the kind of products we've talked about before is very different from, you know, that era. I started to see like the, the luxury brands. Of course, I didn't buy anything. I remember I got weirdly like into Montclair at least okay. but like I I kind of like got into like that world of like Montclair Nike actually I got into like there was like this Nike Nike used to make like the like products that kind of it's like the these like at um but like Japanese vibes and, and I really I, I used to like buy like all the pants that, that they like all the like the black blue it's the beige color pants. Is that the Nike revamp? Like the when they rebrought back ACG under Errolson Hugh? Yeah, yeah. Like the very, like, this was back when ACG, before it went back to its like retro hiking roots. Like it was very like urban, sleek, kind of like like cargo tech pants. Wear. Yeah. It is, it is, I think, like yeah. a lot of people's entry points into that, that technical kind of fabric. It got me, o sea, yes, I, I got into like that world, but like, I don't know, it just, I, I, what, it's interesting because like what I'm thinking right now, I have like a, like a dead time on like, on, on that style on my, on like for like three or four years because I don't know, it, it was, I think I, I was just like obsessed with like Off-White and like, then like it died and then I just wanted to, I think, I think that's why I wanted that that's what I wanted to make like my own thing because like I wasn't finding like a, a thing that I, I got into. Do you want to talk a bit about you know how you started your brand and like the jumping point for that? Yeah yeah so basically I used to work in like a in a clothing brand here in Mexico called Hermanos Kumori. Uh, these guys were like a huge influence into me they were like one of them that it was like a childhood friend and then these these guys started to make like something of like a street worry kind of like really into like graphic design and like these guys were just like graphic designer one was a graphic designer and the other one was like a, an economist i believe and then they, they didn't have anything no one that had like kind of like not taste but kind of like a direction on like on like knowledge of brands you know so basically, I was like, these guys were like starting their own thing. Uh, and I, I, I started to get like really intense with like them. I want to work with you. I want to work with you. I like what you're doing. Uh, and they told me, of course, okay, work with us. But dude, we don't know anything. So you will need to like kind of like start by your own, you know? So I basically said yes. And then so I started um, doing like the production for them and design so i i i was still in in, in college uh, so i just was kind of like sketching out like uh, uh, pieces and product and they loved it uh, and then i started to get like into facebook groups of like clothing manufacturers here in mexico and then i started to like get like really familiarized with like the process of like creating a, a product uh, and yeah so like kind of like that got me into like knowing like the manufacturers uh, here in Mexico, 
in 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 este and also like providers of like textiles and x and like hardware and x y and c uh, so like the I, i i was working with these guys and then the pandemic hit you know uh, so basically i was kind of like because you know what happened in, in COVID-19, kind of like everyone stopped. Uh, and like the brand didn't stop, or it was kind of like I wasn't like doing anything. And I started like to do kind of like my my own like designs. And like kind of like I was like, okay, I, I started to like get connected with people with like in social media and like in like the main, like the main stores in Mexico. So I'd say I, I, I wouldn't lose anything if, if I tried just to see what working, where can I go with like my, my designs, you know, because like these guys were like really that deep into like graphic design and t-shirt. And I was like more like into like menswear, streetwear. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like how I stepped up and like said like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try to fly by my own. Uh, and then like, I did like a pop-up, like not like a pop-up, but like since when, when I told these guys that I wanted to, to start doing my own thing, I like I started like to to work on my own for like six months, um, and I, I started working on my own. I did like a sixty piece collection, not sixty pieces, uh, not collection, <laughs> just sixty pieces to see if if they sell. Uh, and then I put them in in the store that I told you earlier about the headquarters store. Uh, the, the the owner became like we we became really close. Uh, and like he put it, he, he, we did like an event there and then to start like after a month, everything sold out crazy. It was like, wow, you know? And I was like, okay, I have like, I have a thing going on. Uh, and then so I started like to, 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 I started to make more designs. I did two, I, I did two, two pants and two, and no, and three shirts. And one T-shirt. That the T-shirt was I just bought the Uniqlo T-shirt, and like I just <laughs> still went to like the the serigraphy guys. Uh, so so yeah, it was kind of like that, and like I didn't even like I didn't knew. So it was funny because I didn't knew like what's like a size one, you know, kind of like how 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 do you get like in like the numbers, you know? It was I, I don't know. It was kind of like that, and then from there I started like to 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 start just doing what i'm still doing you know i mean that's that's absolutely insane like just from a very short like turnaround from just working as a designer with this hermanos kumori and then to like starting your own brand and then six months later you're sitting on the same shelves that that the store that they used to sell red red october's at that's unreal man that's yeah. a pretty no it was great and it's like all self-taught right like yeah what's that i went to, to school but I didn't go to fashion school. I went, o sea, but like, it's interesting because like design, like design is like a whole range and like all the design practices is like basically like the same. Just the only thing that changes is the scale. So it's kind of like you have the user and like you need to like identify what's the problem of the user, X, Y, and Z. And it's kind of like, I don't know, like I really think that right now, since I got to like, I studied architecture, I think that there's like a really like a bridge between like these two practices, you know? But I guess like without any formal training, what was the gap like, you know, like learning how to make a garment, how to cut the patterns? Like, where did you learn all of that from? Honestly, I, uh, till now, I don't know. 
<laughs> I just like on here in Mexico is like a really biggest uh, clothing manufacturing industry. Levi's manufactures here. Uh, Levi's Patagonia has kind of like a, they 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 source some products from here. So big companies they source Nike even Nike even like source products from here. So so we have like a really good clothing industry here. Uh, but the only like the only difference here is like they go into like mass and and and, and like if you want to go into detail, it's really hard to to find it. You know. So basically, I went. To like I remember I went into like this Facebook group. No, actually no. I called a friend that she studied fashion, and and I told her like, do you know anyone that can sue like can can sue uh, can sue and do pattern? He told me yeah. She sent it to me, and this person used to work in like a in a fashion house or whatever here in Mexico. Uh, and I, I started going there, and also I I. I started going there and see what's the process. So, so till now, I know how to identify like the, 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 the pieces of like a garment when I see it, like the patterns. I don't, so I, I prefer to, 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 to specialize in other things. Uh, but like at the end of the day, I think it's kind of like putting like the, th- the, the, the things together. And, and that's how I still do it today. I, I, I want to, to still learning, but that's how I, I do it today, you know? Gotcha. So like you're deferring to like the expertise of your manufacturers and all that to kind of help you construct it. You're like more thinking about conceptually yeah. the details that the garment needs to have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind, kind of, it's yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I think I'm, I see myself sometimes as a, how do you, like a, as a firefighter because I'm just like, it's the throwing water into like, into like, it's the, into like fires and like an orchestrator, I just like to 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 uh, like finding finding manufacturing is really 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 entertaining. If you like go into like Facebook groups and it's I'd say it became like a passion because you just it it's like discovering like a world, you know. And it's kind of like the the way that I've done it. Like also I I just like to 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 browsing like the internet and you can if you know how to search, God will give you the answer. You know. <laughs> So you're like you sure like part part time you know creative director part time you know project manager putting out all the fires like you said that's like so your team is really just it's mostly just you and taking wearing a number of different hats right yeah yeah it's really hard to be like a leader and it's something that I'm working working on right now uh, but yeah I think so right now I'm I'm just me uh, and me and like the people that that helps me like soon my stuff, I prefer to, to pay them better. So I think that's, so I prefer to, I, I prefer to sleep, I don't know, like less hours and pay them better to like the, my, 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 how do you say sewers? Yeah, to my sewers. Uh, so I, I, I'm working right now with two sewers and like I'm, I made a commitment with them that I'm, I, I'm not gonna stop manufacturing with it, with they too. Because at the end of the day, I need to make it like kind of like a like a business, you know. And, and like, if you stop, it's not going to be it's it's not going to be uh, a business. How is business? Because we like one thing that we were impressed by is the stockists you already have, right? Like Colin, we're talking about like your stock at CHCM, Mohawk, and there's one other store, and we're like, you know, for such a young brand, that's impressive. Depends. So it depends with also who with who you compare, you know. So basically, right now I'm, I I need to update my my stockist. I I, I stopped working with Sweet Two from CHM. Uh, 
his best, but we stopped. We're now in, in Cueva, in New York, for sure. Uh, also in Mopoc in LA. Uh, actually, we're going to start selling in Oipodoi in the UK, in Manchester. Then we, we, we delivered our, our stuff there. And it's also, I think it's pretty, pretty good. Uh, firstly, so it's, it's, I don't know, like, just like being like an entrepreneur, it's interesting because like, it's kind of like this, like, up and downs of like, I don't know, like you, you get like super pumped of like, wow, I, I'm getting followers and I'm like is, uh, selling like to these shops. And then sometimes the, the, the online shop is selling and then sometimes it's, it's not selling. Uh, but it's interesting because like if you, cause I, I, I think it's going well because like, like my, my, my goals for like this year is selling one point half, one and a half cloth for a Per day. So what what does that mean? I need to sell like forty to forty five clothing a day. It's on my stockist, or it's, it's on my website, or I, I also do like consignment in some shops here in Mexico. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the the, 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 the the range that I do it, you know. And like plus like the the, the wholesale, it's kind of like a, it's like another game because it's so the, the wholesale what it does, it's kind of like it helps me have like cash flow and and do kind of like. Mm-hmm. A, and do volume for like the for my man for my sewers that I just don't want to stop as the working with these with these girls, you know. But it's it's doing well. So I think so for like for the next season we added three new stockists. We're gonna be also in, in Jersey in, in Anson. It's a cool shop. We're gonna be in Standard and Strange in Santa in the store in Santa Fe. Nice. We're gonna Yeah, it's that one is cool. We like that story a lot. Standard and Strange is insane. I I became really close to Isidro. You, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's I've awesome. only shopped at the New York store. Mm. I'm also like really deep into heritage. The, honestly, it's so if you also it's kind of like the if you if you like clothing like the fabrics that heritage estate brands use. It's, oh my god. Are are you into like reproduction stuff, like real McCoys and all that, or are you into like truly like the heritage, like, like original, like pieces? vintage Levi's and stuff like that? Yes and no. So I, I my style right now it's really like a hybrid between like a gorecore x x selfish standard strange. because I love denim. I'm, I, I right now I'm. Yesterday I wore I like I love Mr. Freedom. It's insane. Sugarcane. I love it. Real McCoy. I I don't own anything. I don't I don't own anything for the Real McCoy. I think it's dope. I like Buzz Rixons. Buzz Rixons is sick. You like Ironhearts? I don't have. They're so. I got one like I don't know like a year ago. I stopped using them. It's they're super heavy. <laughs> I can't imagine you wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I can't wear them. It's crazy. It blows my mind that like that uh, Self Edge sells like all those Ironheart flannels to all those dudes in LA. It's like it's crazy to me, and I'm sure Mexico City is even hotter. <laughs> yeah, no, crazy. They have a store in Cabo in Los Cabos. Uh, so like, but they change their 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 full like their whole strategy. They they just now carry like Mexican brands. And I think they carry more Italy for, for like their for like their shorts and like shirts and the Hawaiian shirts. But yeah, it's 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 I don't know. It's I think like when I, when I started the brand, I I, I used to be a, I'm a friend of one of the the guys that used to work in the 
R3XLA shop and he and, and, and I would that when I was starting the brand I just started to talk to anyone if in the in the fashion industry. If it was like a seller in a store, it was like a a dude buying a, I, I just wanted to be to, to be known in a way. So kind of like I, I, I remember I, I spoke with this guy and I told him like dude I'm 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 starting to do like this I'm starting this brand uh, but I want to make like this bridge between like heritage and like architects and he told me like dude like they're like total opposites. And and, and and in a way kind of like starting like to, to struck me like how can so in a way like heritage is like the 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 source or like the source of like everything you know and like from there it's kind of like if like the like design evolves you know okay so you know like the 501 is like a, it's like a pl- classic classic pan i think so like kind of like if you start like, to see i don't know like there's this brand sk menor hill I, I think you of course you're familiar with them so they use denim but like what's like the inspo behind like that it's five it's like the 501 so no one no one is going to create like a better product than a 501 right now so i i think like the classics are the the classics right now are like the classics you you just don't change them you change you change like the the proportions you change the material you change i don't know that's how i and like the, the, the and going back to like the, the 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 thing that i was telling about like this bridge between like heritage and like core core techie it's kind of like how can so at the end of the day these brands were like the, the first like tech then it was it was like super resistant it was for workwear it was it, it had like the pocket for like for like the coins so it was kind of like really functional clothing and it is functional clothing so it's kind of like the the thing that i that i wanted to to, to that i want to, to to kind of like converge you know with like the the, the, the brand Definitely, it's it's very viable. Like, I guess you, you people think about it. Like, oh, say like denim was like the first like quote unquote like tech wear for like gold miners back in the day. Like during the gold rush, you need something more durable to handle those kind of conditions. But I think yeah, no, what you're saying about like these two brands trying to or these not two brands, these two ideologies like tech wear and heritage, like they can be, and I think you've shown it. Like they can be united. Um, like you see the brands like. Like for example, Arcturus Valence, they'll do a denim jean, but then they'll pattern it like they do their technical hiking garments or say like acronym, they reference things like Dickies for like P39Ms or like like a denim jacket kind of rider. So like, I think there is definitely a space and people are interested in that. The way that I'm trying like to evolve the brand, it's into like, like basically like that. So I, and like literally that, how can I do like, I don't know, like a, a 501, but like waterproof, you know, and like kind of like, that's like the, 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 what, what, what I'm doing right now. So I actually like my, no, it's autumn winter 23 collection. It's kind of like, I'm starting to introduce like natural fibers, but like they need to have like some technology, you know, it's either in like the zipper, it's either in like we, for like this season, we're going to use, um, uh, nano wing denim so it's basically like this japanese denim but it's merged with like a nano wing technology that is waterproof so it's kind of like it's similar to the what the cambre arteryx is the denim is but it's 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 a little bit lightweight because it's for like the summer season but it's kind of like 
o sea, I don't know, like, kind of, like, I, I like, like, this idea of, like, the mystery and, like, the magic of, like, clothing. When you, when you discover that, like, a product can do something, it's, but, like, it's, like, like, a discovery. Like, I don't know, like, you, you just don't think of, like, a waterproof denim or, like, well, not waterproof, but, like, a water resistant, you know? You just don't think about it because it just does, doesn't exist in, in, like, our minds. Or even, um, I don't know, like, uh, so for like the autumn winter 23 collection we referencing i don't know if you have seen like the firefighter uh, jackets that polo used to make the ones that had like a clasp in here i, I i've seen it on the, uh, the raph simmons calvin klein collections it's kind of like the reference uh, but like we find also like nanowing it's like an insane technology so basically we also talk to them to to my the, the distributor of nanowing and I told him, like, dude, I want to do something, like, that looks to the, to the eye like a really simple gabardine. But, like, when you touch it, it's, it feels like a gabardine. But, like, you, you either it's, like, it kind of has, like, a, like this sporty feeling or, like, it's a waterproof or whatever. And he showed me, like, he sent me, like, a sample of, like, this gabardine that is it's basically a gabardine. And you throw water and it's waterproof, you know? So it's kind of, like, and, and we're also, like, using, like, the... Um, the magnetic class from from feedlock that i think it's kind of like how can we make how can we design like the classics if they were designed today you know for like a today day and age or even i also like like i also like make like this question like what if what does would nike uh, would do if like they would go into menswear so and that was actually like my main premise when i was when i started like the run they now actually they they did it. I don't know if you have seen Nike Every Stitch Consider or ESC. Mm. Oh, that's that's just expensive. It's, it's really expensive for Nike, Whew. and it never it never goes on sale. Dude, I actually go on eBay, and you you just search for Nike ESC. They have insane. So I I I got the the hoodie for hundred and twenty dollars, and in on retail was for like for that's like five hundred. Yeah, like I've just never handled it. Like it looks cool. I just don't know anywhere locally where I can like try this stuff. I saw it on the Nike Lavin in, in in Soho, the Mercer store. Cool. But like I wasn't gonna spend a thousand dollars in a in a coat from Nike. Of course. Yeah. So I don't know, like I just got into like this dilemma. I think they are using like the wrong strategy. I think they would they would need to do it like in they would need to put it in like stores like a CHCM and like neighbor and they could do it. I don't know. So I think that's like, if they want like to make it like, like uh, if they want to reach like the correct audience, I think that's like the way they should do it. Gotcha. Did you say like neighbor, like in Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Are you in talks with them to try and like stock Mucha Carne as well? Yeah. I've been, I, 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 I've been kind of like, not stocking, but like I, I work, I'm, I'm friends with Sager in, on Instagram. I, I've been sending some, some DMs, but because I'm not, he sometimes responds, someone sometimes no. So I, I just, I just need to keep forward, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess like one thing I'm curious about is like, how do you sell and like show your product? Cause I guess like being located in Mexico, like which market shows do you go to? Like, how do you find stockists and all that? So the first, like, the first time that I, so I, at the end, at the first, I didn't know how this worked 
like work at all. Uh, I first I was f the first time that I met Sweeto. I, I went to New York. I became club friends with uh, from Will from Wim Golf. I don't know if you know that brand. Yeah. I met I met these guys uh, and in, in Los Angeles. Uh, and actually, they were having like a, their, their famous like golf potting greens or whatever. Uh, and I, I, I was, I was walking through, in, in, in I think it was Silver Lake, yeah. And, and like I saw like this thing, I didn't even knew the brand, but like I, I became friends with, uh, I think his name is Scott, the partner of, of Wim, one of the of Will from Wim, and like I, I had like my my backpack and I and like my shirts were like all like, they were looking, so basically like. I, I walked through the pop-up and then because this guy told me like, dude, the, yeah, see what, what we're doing here, X, Y, and C. And then like I became friends with them. And then I started talking to, to Will about like, how do I get into like stockings? And he told me like, dude, the way that we do it, we travel and we just walk into like shops. Okay. And I said like, okay, but I need to decide how am I going to pay this thing, you know? So first I, I, I had another trip to New York and that was like the, the, the only trips that I had before, like launching the brand. Uh, so like Will told me, like we walked to stores, literally dressed up on like our clothing and look for the buyer or the owner. Okay. So basically I literally did that. I went to CHM. I told to sweet to like, man, there's this guy. He told me like, he knows you. I was like, I, your shop is fucking cool. I want to sell here, you know? And then he told me, okay, let me see it. Like I saw it to him and he told me, okay, because I can, I, I will support you. Perfect. Okay. So I, I, I started like that, like that. And then with Cueva, I start, with Cueva, I started to be really intense on like DMs on, on Instagram. And then I went to the shop in New York. We became, Justin is my fucking brother. I love that guy. And then because there, I, I, I spoke with a, with a, like a consultant and he told me like that I needed to, to do like a trade show because it's kind of like not viable to kind of like do travels and it was like, right. So basically I started like to, to see how can I get more like notice for like the stockist. And I went, and I started searching for trade shows and I find out about man woman in Paris and then push. I, I, these guys, we, I talked to these guys with Antoine and Matthew, Matthew just left. Uh, and then, yeah, your brand is cool. You say you, 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 you selling all the shops. I think it would be good for you to, to be part of us. And then decided this station in Paris in, 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 I think it was made last year. And then from there, I started selling in like some shops. And after that, uh, a showroom contacted me because I think it, for like a young brand, it's better to, to see like how like a, a showroom, what a showroom can take you if you have like a good product and you have shown that it can sell. Because uh, a, showroom, a showroom contacted me and from now, because I'm working with a, with a showroom, no traveling, no going to trade show. I just sell, send them like the, the samples. They just they charge me some, some commission of the sales that they make. And yeah, that's kind of like the, the way that that I do it right now, you know. That's crazy, man. Plus that's email, a, of course. That's a crazy story because like walking in and just pitching your product 
to somebody's face and they could just tell you like this is great this is or this is horrible to your face that's the ultimate heat check and that's that's really brave of you but um honestly like hearing like the scenes on your stock is like hopefully there's like positive momentum going forward and hopefully be able to pick up by like bigger and more stores going forward i hope so too man yeah because i think so the only thing, that, so I, I, I wasn't like afraid. It was like, I need to do it. So I just, it was like the, the way that I was doing it. You know, it was like, I had this thing and I need to put it in shops, whatever the hell I'm going to do it. Because uh, if it's knocking doors or selling, sending emails. So I think it's kind of like, so right now I can do it. I can say it, it was like two years ago and it was kind of like, as you're saying, kind of like brave. But like it, at the moment it was like, or I do it or I won't, do my won't build my dream you know and it's kind of like just have kind of like be kind of like ballsy in a way you know no that's cool like i think as nice as suitu is i'd be so intimidated going to like chcm and trying to pitch him um i guess now that you're not traveling i guess like you're spending a lot more time trying to like market yourself digitally like on social media and all that yes and no of course, I want to build an audience online, but it's pretty also building like an audience online right now. And I think you're also facing it. It's so hard so, because at the end of the day, it's or you work or you create content, you know, kind of it's like so, and, and like nowadays, also all like like a clothing brand, podcasting, entertainment, it's kind of like evolving into like content companies. So how can you be doing all that and it's kind of like i don't know like i started to see like this really cool spot in like the clothing men's world world of like quietness on like being quiet in a way or so i don't know like i i was reading the other day this this is the blog from and austin and from high snow they, they they were posting on high snobiety and basically because they were saying like how can we be like the the, the loudest but like the quietest is the ground out there, you know? And it's kind of like, so I like like this, this idea of like the Frank Ocean kind of like vibe that kind of like you're, you're out there, but you're not, not out there. It's kind of like, and I think like the, so I think like, like that's like the new cool in a way. So I, I, I get really saturated with like, like social media and like all that stuff. So kind of like, I think, how can so I, I like like that premise and I would like like to start working with it like how can I be like really quiet but like loud at the same time you know kind of like I don't know like Bottega Veneta of course Bottega Veneta is huge but like they don't even have social media you know so it's kind of like pretty interesting like that world of like of like mystery and like, I, I don't know like I think we need to be more mysterious I, I think like what was cool from like, I don't know, like the James Bond movies from like, I don't know, like 40 years ago, it was like, you there was like a mystery to it. And like you used to travel through the movie and like you, I don't know, I, 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 I think like that's like the way that I want to, I want to go and like the lifestyle that I'm trying to like start implementing in my life, like being like, like quiet and like being like really like into like my family and like all that type of stuff. So kind of like being quiet in like social media but like with like the loudest you know in a way no absolutely that makes a lot of sense especially like 
knowing that you're so hands-on on so many different aspects of the business that like, frankly, it would be logistically impossible for you to give it a hundred percent in every single little area. But then like trying to avoid being one of those brands that's need like every day, like trying to be needy, posting a story, like check out our product, check out our product, check out our product and selling, selling, selling. Jury. Oh yeah. I mean like, you, you, we, you, we see this all the time, like all these brands, like it's a daily story that gets posted on IG and whatnot. So no, it's a refreshing take. And I, that Bottega, like that, that's, that speaks to like the kind of power, like where you don't necessarily need to be present and be reminding people every day. Um, just let the nat- just discourse evolve naturally. So that's kind of like the, my speech in like the, the, the brand or like the speech that I'm trying to like create kind of like, I don't know, like, I really got into, like, psychedelics and, like, shrooms, like, in the pandemic. And, like, of course, they just hit hard, like, in, like, my questions for, like, existentialism or whatever. And, like, I do I want to be, like, out there and, like, be, like, really, like, the, the guy that is always on social media? Or I want to create, like, something that is, like, more mysterious, more cool, more like when you got, when you got there... It's, it's like a, it's not like a party but if you if you go to like if, if you post a story say it, it, it not it doesn't need to be like a, a product story it can be kind of like a question about like I don't know like how can you question your audience about like what are they doing in their lives or what are they they what they want to do and like I don't know about like kind of like building like your your inner self and I think what what social media does is kind of like extracts you in a way from from you so because like so i don't know i'm 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 i don't know it's like a, a it's like a trouble or like a question that i'm facing like right now and like i that i don't have like even like the answer right i, I think like you, you'll see it like with some some of these businesses like say for example like a louis vuitton and going back to virgil it wasn't necessarily virgil was designing the best product to sell every time but he sold like a like an environment, like a world of Louis Vuitton where like they had the experiences. They did a lot of like, you know, pop-ups here in New York and throughout the world. But then also like it was a whole environment, not just buy the purse and move on, but like they sold the whole ecosystem. And I think that's maybe a direction that you're kind of interested in going in where like, yes, you would like to sell product, but then also like to engage with your audience that it's more than just a brand about, making as many units and selling as many units as possible it's about engaging with them too for sure for sure so at the end of the day also i think me and you guys know that no one needs another jacket to so honestly we also for sure so and no one needs anything right now so we're when we're like you know in, in like a time there of like a really like of abundance so it's crazy but like so how okay if, if i'm creating a brand okay i want to create a brand but like a brand right now it's like a lifestyle and it's kind of like the experience you know like all that like the, what what you said about like virgin you know but like in a way how can you say if if you're going to pollute the world more okay at least make like the 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 the, the, the buyer or like the user of the product question themselves of like even like if they need it you know or even like or, or even say so I, I, I like to, to sell and I'm trying to, to start like implementing like this speech about like 
how can I build like a, a product that is kind of like a, a vehicle for like presence, you know, of like, oh, I'm putting like my jacket and I'm dressing up to see like my family and it's kind of like a transport. So at the end of the day, so our body is like a vehicle and, and we need to cover it because X, Y, and Z. And I don't want to get like into like the, like a really spiritual talk, but kind of like at the end of the day, I want to, 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 to make like the user of the, of mucha carne kind of like remind it was like to make like to make like the 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 moment of like wearing or, or like of like or like wearing a clothing like special you know it's like kind of like and and, and that's what got me into clothing like my favorite time of like the day when i was younger it was like when i used to dress up and show up to the world so kind of like i want i want to recreate like the, that experience that i used to have and i still and i still do do you know kind of it's like my when I dress and it's kind of like wh- how I want to show to the world who am I, you know? So it's kind of like, I don't know, like the, the most interesting people that I've met, they're not in fashion, you know? It's kind of like, I don't know, like even like in like the most interesting people and like the, the most kind of like successful or whatever, they don't even like take a moment to dress. I don't know, like the Steve Jobs and like all these guys, they have a uniform. Why they? Why, I was like, why do they have a uniform? You know, like, it's funny because like the 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 the, the turtleneck of Steve Jobs used to make it the same yak. So so kind of like, I was like, oh, I don't know. Steve Jobs used to be like really interested on like he likes of course design, but like he has like the best design fucking turtleneck in the game. You know, so kind of it's kind of like. Cause I don't know, it's kind of like making like a, like an experience when you wear it and kind of like remind yourself who who you want to be or who you are and like it's kind of like I don't know, it's like kind of and and I was I have was having last week a conversation with my cousin about like in fashion right now and not right now like like past years or so there there wasn't like a mystery to it you know it was so in your face it was like Louis Vuitton. Or like even like the Yeezys, the Yeezys, you can you can know who say you you just see it, you know it. Or even like I don't know, like even like I don't know, like there there's the 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 mystery of it kind of has lost. And I think like the mystery of like the things you made it, you make it through like how how you style it and like how you wear it. And I used to feel that I was like above everybody because they don't know that I was wearing like a fucking Visvin jacket or you know. But like even like people those like the people doesn't even care about it. Also at the end of the day, people doesn't care about it. It's more for you. So like if if, if, if how can you remind that the, the 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 product is for you? You know, it's not for the, for the outside. It's for you. The sense I get from it is that there's this general theme that you have running throughout the brand and like the ethos is like an idea of like be more thoughtful. Like be more thoughtful about your consumption. Be more thoughtful. Like every day when you put on clothes in the morning maybe you're not steve jobs and you have the brand like the 150 isei mayaki turtlenecks but like maybe be more thoughtful and like exactly. go back to the, like this this place about like how do i want to present myself who do i want to be show the world who i am and it's i think that's like a lot of what you're trying to do with that like, like the kind of like if you know you know um sort of vibe is is it really parallels like the kind of stuff that we're into like like valence for example being the unbranded side mm-hmm. of Arteryx where like you don't have the logo screaming at people, but like it's about the construction and be people who know how to appreciate it. They, they will. Um, 
that being said, we are we are suckers for Visvo. <laughs> yeah, we we still wear Visvo to impress people. Of course, the best. They are the best. I it's my shoe for every day, and I just love them. You know, it's crazy. So and. and but of course, but Bism is not in your face. So it's like, it's also like in like the same ethos of like a balance in a way. It's kind of like the construction, the materials, the, the techniques that they use for, to dye their clothing. I don't know, like even like the, the scabbers, they look like a band, you know, the, the, or like a fucking converse. Like a, so basically, so the only one that knows that has, a, that, that has sheepskin inside is you. Is the only one. No one knows. You're not gonna go. Oh, it has it has sheepskin. Look, it's so expensive. It has sheepskin. At the end of the day, you spend on clothing because of you. Because it's kind of like oh, it's it it, it makes. I think so. You're wearing I, I don't know like uh, maybe Baylands or whatever. But it's kind of you look elegant. You look good. So and at the end of the day, the, the fashion industry was like really loud. You know, and and I can see how you guys are dressed. You're like. You're, you look like quiet people and interesting at the end of the day. Kind of, so you have like a, you have like an architect look, you know, so with a, with a black hat and like with a blue blazer. You would like a, with like the chronic. It's kind of like you're you're not screaming, dude. I'm into fashion, you know. You just you're you're into. Like, you just know what you're wearing. So so yeah. So it's kind of like I think like that ethos of like. Balance, Bism, even like I was reading the other day about like Hermes. It's crazy, like like the, the the family that is behind the brand, like how like their values are like really like. So I was listening like about LVMH and like Hermes and like LVMH. It's this guy right now. It's crazy because like it's like the the richest men in the world, you know. So and like these guys want to like buy Hermes and like the family Hermes. They don't want it because they they are about tradition and they are like about values and they are about like the family and they are about like the the the, the employees that have been working there. They are like they have been there like for like the whole lives and people make their careers there. So it's kind of like this ethos of like building something and and giving kind of like and and making like a community also like inside like your 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 brand or like the company or whatever. It's kind of like so I, I think so the product that you show. Outside, I think it's it also kind of like reflects like the inside of like the the organization that you're trying to build. You know, this is a this is a long way from Marcelo Brulon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it all just comes down to like buying product for yourself is like so much more rewarding than like buying product to like flex or show off to people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Hermes is cool. I, I I've always like really liked Hermes because Lemaire like and Margiela both work there, and like they're like the last like one of the last major like luxury houses to like not sell out and try and do the whole streetwear thing, right? Like yeah. all the LVMH portfolio companies do it now, which sucks. It's cool that Hermes is like really still staying true. No, for sure. So at the end of it, Pharrell is the creative director now of, of LV. You know, so it's that's kind of like the antithesis of, of what I'm trying to build, you know? <laughs> How do you feel about that uh, appointment? Was actually, actually, okay, I remember. I, I got into, like, human-made, like, in, like, that gap, actually. But, yeah. Uh, of, but, basically, also, I think Pharrell... So people that don't know, so don't know that Pharrell 
has also been into like he, he used to make like BBC. So he knows clothing, he knows streetwear. I don't know. So I don't. Also, I was thinking. I was talking to my my agent about it, and we were really deep into like. So like, what's fashion or, 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 or right now? You know, is it like a show or it's more like about the product? So it's about like making noise. And we had like we had like this conversation, and it's so. Of course, there's like audiences for everyone. I think Osafarel has insane taste. I think his taste is insane. I th- so it's way. I think it's way tasteful than Virgil Abloh. So, from my point of view, because uh, like he has like a lot of influence, of course, about like Nigo and like all these guys. So, but at the end of the day, it's gonna make. Because I don't know. Osafarel is now like a curator and it's like it's gonna kind of like do what like Nigo is doing I think with with Kenzo you know it's kind of like replicating like human made in Kenzo so so I think so I, they got into like I think like they they think that they got like their formula with like what Virgil Abloh did but at the end of the day, I don't know. Like I think it was it was gonna be way cooler if Martin Rose was gonna be there or like. So because I think that there was like talking about like Martin Rose making it into like LV as well. So I don't know. Like I don't know if if Pharrell is like the perfect guy. But let's see what what he's gonna what he's gonna do. You know. So at the end of the day, he's super talented in like whatever he does. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was a money choice. Like, I think, like, you know, he'll keep doing what Virgil did. Yeah, like, there's, there's no way he's he's not going to be in the trenches, you know, cutting up fabric and, like, you know, draw like, making samples and whatnot. Like, he's not involved on... I imagine he's not involved in the creative process like that. But it is really, like, I think it goes back to, like, he's going to build the culture and, like, build the environment around it. And then, like, the people at LVMH are going to design it however they want to design it. And he's more there for the overall creative vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus, at the end of the day, o sea, it's a business, but like, I don't know, like if, like as, uh, what LV was, what what, what Virgil did with Louis Vuitton, he, he did a home run. So I think he blew it. I personally, I wouldn't wear anything. So I, I just don't like like the LV logo everywhere and like the, the graphic design. And I wouldn't spend any, like that much money on like clothing. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it's cool at the end of the day. Like in like that world, I think like the coolest, of course, I think it's like Bottega. I think it's pretty cool. But like, I, I, what was the name? Daniel, Daniel D. Like, Daniel what was the name of the, Daniel D. Uh, he, I think he went to Burberry. No, so I think I think with Burberry he will do. So I think so. I'm really. I, I like more like the, the, the creative direction of like a Bottega and like what these guys does is the Daniel Lee than what like I think Daniel Lee would make like an exam beautiful work in LV, you know, like what he did in Bottega, it was fucking sick. Yeah. I was really hoping uh JW, like John Anderson, would get mm. the L V appointment. But like, you know, it's good. He's what he's doing at the low LV is still good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day. It's people come and they and people go, you know. So it's like Rob Simon. He just like he's he he's he's gonna sell his latest collection. I think in the next season, you know. So is is something for like 
because we talked about like for example Hermes being like a family business and like values first is that kind of like what you would imagine the end game for Mucha Carne is like maybe like not at that price point obviously but like that's the direction you would want to be like okay ethics and values first and then product is 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 everything on top yes actually like yeah i'm i'm, I'm really deep so i i don't own anything from hermes so but i think like i've been reading like as i said like a lot about the brand and i think like the values that they have and like so at the end of the day it's like i think it's one of like the oldest good brands that they have been out there you know and like if you see like the story of the Birkin, they've been selling the Birkin for like, I don't know, hundred years. I, or so, I don't know, like, but like it's, how can, so, so it's kind of like the same value or, or, or so I want, I have like the, the Hoffman share that I, that I, that I have. It's kind of like, I want to create it kind of like in that way. I want to be, I want to create it kind of like a product that is, is, or so I, that is for everyone, not for everyone, it's for everyone, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, if, if, I, if you bought, buy it and, and, and you ripped it off, you can buy it again because it's fucking cool, you know? And like, because yeah, I think about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, like about like being classic and like tradition and like kind of like mastering like the, the, the art of like sewing and like that type of stuff. I, of course, I want to be, I want to create so at the end of the day, everything that we do here, it's kind of like made by hand. Everything is, it's cut by hand. We don't, we don't have any like a, a machine, a, just like the, like the, 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 the sewing machine, but we don't have anything done by like any machines. And I think clothes, what, what's interesting about the clothing industry is that everything is made by hand, a- anything. So it's kind of like, if anything is made by hand, I prefer, as I said, like earlier in the podcast, kind of like, I prefer to, 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 to pay better to like, uh, to, to, to the sewers, you know, and it's kind of like a value that I, I want to, to implement more, you know, kind of like at the end of the day, luxury, luxury is not like the product. Luxury, it's, I think it's like the full, like the full line of, of production. It's kind of like, even like from, from, if you go vertically from like, from above or from below, you know, so it's kind of like, I don't know if, so what I don't like about like, even like Hermes is that if, if you're, if you don't look like it's the rich or, or even like they don't even sell Birkins to like Asian people. So they, if you go to like their stock, it's crazy, but like, so kind of like, I want to, 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 to make like a more like values of like, for like everyone and, and like democratizing like good taste in a way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Accessibility is a big one. Yeah. And like making like a classic kind of Sure. I know, like you mentioned, like things right at the top, like Gorp Core and like things that are a little bit more trendy, but then like things with your like Hoffman shirt, you're trying to make something a little bit more like it's still it is on trend, but not overly trendy. It's modern, but not too like it's not like an H&M product where you wear it for a season and toss it like you're trying to ride that balance fine line of like it's it's innovative, but without being excessively so. Exactly. Yeah, so it's kind of like it crazy because like every time that I wear it, people say, I love your shirt. So it's kind of like a loud shirt, but like a quiet shirt, you know, it's kind of like, because like the, the, the way that I think that, that, that I have like evolved in like, like my design language is like the pockets. The pockets is like the most important thing. I don't know, like, so 
I don't even like Southwest State. They make so they make super cool product, but sometimes they they use over pockets, and it's like the design, you know. But like I don't know, like Tom 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 Borro, of course. So they they also make like this thing of like pockets, but they over pocket. So so I think like the pockets right now, like this like menswear world that I'm getting into, it's kind of like the pockets is like the graphic that w- what used to be in like the streetwear, you know. So how can you make like I don't know, like the angle of the pocket that is like more different from X, Y, and C. So I don't know. It's kind of like the the, the design ethos that I that, that I'm trying to to like implement. Like how can I make sound, but like with with like really subtle changes on like the on like the the product or like the pockets that I'm that I'm designing. You know. Yeah, I think pocket is branding is really cool, which is like probably why colon like acronym so much. Because the utility and the shape, like the sculpture of those pockets are so like instantly recognizable. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Acronym, put that. When I, when I discover the, that they, they're secrets, because there's also a story, there's a story here in Mexico that they carry them. It's called Jet. Uh, I, I, when I realized that they, they used, they, they made, that they have a, the, acronym I went to see it in person because I never have seen like the acronym product in person and then I realized that they have like the pull up like zipper in it and I was like what the fuck is that you know and even like the pocket like in the chest so what's cool about like acronym they have like they have like this kind of like bridge so I, I think like engineering garments and acronym they have kind of like the same kind of like design design wise if you just put it like in 2D, they have a lot of like commonalities. And it's but but like engineering garments it goes more into like the natural fibers, like like military or no but because both are like into like military clothing, you know? Different eras. Yeah. Different eras. Uh, yeah. Different yeah, eras. Different eras of military and fabric selection as well as just like how deep you want to go into like workwear, right? Yeah, yeah. Engineering garments is sick. Engineering garments, I think, is like the. Also, I think Daiki, the Daiki, it's like the, the it, it's like the new Virgil Abloh for like the people that know know. So, mm-hmm. because like the, the collaborations that, that that they choose and it's so tasteful and like so well, like I I don't know, like so because like they they have like a collaboration with Palace, but like they also have like with Tarvas. You know, so it's kind of like they have like these bridge, and I don't know. It's pretty. I think what they have done and what they have built, it's pretty crazy. And of course, I've met some people that that have worked with with them, and that like he just created like a, an institution. It's like a school, you know. Have you have you been to the Nepenthe store in New York? I feel yeah, like you could, you the could spend district, all day no? there. Yeah, crazy. The people that work there are super cool. Honestly, super cool. Every time that you go there, there's like a cool piece that you haven't seen. So I don't know. It's I think engineering is sick. Nepenthe is like as a, as a, an umbrella is sick, sick. Yeah, like the they did the Hoka collab before Hoka was cool. I yeah. guess just before we wrap up, Nate, Cole and I really want to know what's the meaning behind your brand's name. Like we know the literal translation. We're just curious how you came to that. Okay. So basically, mucha carne, like I'm going to go like literally, 
mucha carne in, 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 if I translate it into English is a lot of meat yep. you know but like there's like a lot of like meanings uh, firstly I was as I was like say, say at the end of the day a lot of meat could like translate into like like a lot of like noise like it's like a lot you know when it's like you know so basically if it I, I wanted to translate it firstly like into like uh, abundance it, it could mean like abundance like a lot of meat uh, also like the the, 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 the the word carne like if you just go into like the past has been like used for like abundance is of course also has used as like a, for like the if it, how, how do I turn it? Well, it's kind of like corporate corporality in a way kind of like it's like connecting to like the world and and also as the Aztecs used to 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 tell about like the carne de dios uh, flesh of the gods uh, carne de dios is basically mushrooms uh, so basically i wanted to you know basically it's like but psilocybin mushrooms so at the end of the day i wanted to like connect into like like this Firstly, it's like super, the name is, it's kind of like super sticky, but like, what if you go like really deep into like the, the meaning? Really, I want like a lot of abundance, but like abundance, like we always think about like abundance in like a monetary, monetary perspective, no? But like, what if abundance is like about health? It's about like uh, not need, being happy with what you have. That's like abundance. So, and also like, how can you connect with like your abundance or like your intuition through flesh of the gods through carne de dios with like the mushrooms i think mushrooms just like expand like your 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 consciousness uh, and like i don't know that's the, the way that i wanted like to translate it and like kind of like rebranding like the world the word carne uh, it it's at the end of the day right now we see meat as like pretty aggressive but like if we like go through history it's not like they're aggressive it's it, it has like through history, the, the word has like evolved, you know. So yeah, so I don't know if it got clear or you you kind of like lost in like the the the, the, the translation of like the meaning of the of the. No, name. that's that's awesome. See, I I I thought it was like like a lot of me, and then you'd think about it like, oh, there's a lot of me- it's like very meaty. It's substance. There's a lot more substance to it, and so like my interpretation of that was like, okay, for example, it might just be a shirt that has pockets on it, but like. Once you like handle it and you wear it, there's a lot more substance and depth to it than, uh, and more meat to it than than you would realize. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got it. My inter- you got it. Cole. My interpretation was a lot simpler. I just thought of, like carne asadas and tacos. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so I don't know. I I, I I always like to get like deep into like things that's how i just got deep into like clothing but like i don't know like the name just like the name mucha carne sounds good but like if you we need like a we need substance to to the name and like a cool story to it you know yeah oh well thanks so much for coming on nate it was so nice talking to you no same to you guys honestly i'm super grateful to have had this conversation with you guys and of course, just I want to spread the word, you know. That's awesome, man. Thanks for thanks for taking the time. No, to you guys to giving it to me. Thanks a lot for listening to the podcast, and thanks again to Nathan for coming on. 
please check us out on Instagram at raincheckpod. Until next time. <laughs>